hope it's not too scary today because I have a bad tummy. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad. No, I freaked myself out. I freaked myself out when I was when I was doing my research. See, I'm not yeah. the only one. And it was during the day, even. Yep. Um, I actually, this is one of the first times I don't know what you researched. I know. I've been keeping it secret because we usually tell each other what we're doing. I know. I'm trying to oh, create I'm excited. healthy boundaries. Oh, I'm oh, not by keeping secrets from your <laughs> wife. Uh-huh. Yep, uh-huh. that's not healthy boundaries. Uh-huh. You know what? The other day, I was talking about your husband to somebody, and I literally almost said it's my <laughs> wife's husband. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh boy, that, I love that. Yeah, it's kind of true. Yeah, I know. I have, I have a wife and a husband. It's writing lovely. partner. I don't know. We might. We might say podcast partners now this oh, might be yeah. being like if we write together make uh-huh. shows together podcast together what are we creative partners wives wives comedy wives comedy yeah. wives yeah. yeah that's fine. yeah i'm fine with that my creative partner i always call you my girlfriend to people too yeah but i'm like mm, i don't know you're my you're my writing partner oh slash wife slash you're girlfriend you're my writing partner forever so. you girl yeah uh yay yay i'm excited i'm excited too because i'm nervous that's my excitement. It's mm-hmm. nervous excitement. I don't know what you're going to talk about today. Well, I... our theme this time, we decided to go with haunted houses. Yes. Oh, and hello. This is Banshees and Booze. Oh, hi. <laughs> this is a paranormal podcast, and I'm Amy. And I'm Tammy. Good morning. And, uh, Good afternoon. Good night. Whatever time you're listening to this. It's morning here. It's morning. It's Sunday morning. Classic. I love it. Getting drunk on a Sunday morning like we do. Yeah, because then you don't have to think about Monday. Yeah. 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 I mean, I have to work tonight, so Aww. that's okay. Mm. Um, yeah. It, uh, so we actually, it was very funny. We came up with this theme because a movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> and we were going to go to it, and then instead we just had a really long dinner. <laughs> yes, and by long dinner I mean... Half a pizza and four glasses of wine. Several glasses of wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we d- did we chicken out or were we just enjoying ourselves so much that we were like, we don't need to see a scary movie? Um, Should we just say the name of the movie? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, it was Winchester. It was Winchester. Is it called just Winchester or Winchester House? I think it's just called Winchester. This is how invested we were in yeah. seeing this movie. Well, we were like, there's a scary movie out. It's our job we, mm-hmm. to see it. We should see it. For the people. For the people. And it's getting totally panned uh-huh. at the box. Of, like, the, <laughs> like Rotten Tomatoes, it's got like a 12%. But yeah. I'm like, whatever. I'm still going to get scared because I believe everything I see in yeah. here. And I know it's based on a true story. And mm-hmm. I'm going to get scared no matter how bad it's supposed to be. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we, we met up and got some dinner in advance and then never See, saw it. <laughs> I think I think that that's us also doing our job because this is not just a scary podcast. It's also a drinking podcast. Yeah. So we did that. And, and. Yeah, that's true. I will post this picture. But when I was coming back from the bathroom, I walked by and the name of the house wine we were drinking was Banshees. <gasps> that's right. Amy yeah, had enough right. wine that You're, she forgot that. No, <laughs> you had enough wine that I you did. forgot that you told me that already. <laughs> we had the perfect amount of wine. We did. But like, what are the odds, man? That's meant to be. Yeah. We were meant to sit there. Our server loved the fact that we were stand, staying for uh-huh. a long time. And he bought us around. He did. Well, he bought you around because yeah. I was done. Because I drank one more. <laughs> <laughs> well, you live like, so close. I know. Lucky. It's fine, yeah. Yeah, uh, I know. We should have just gotten a few bottles, but, yeah. you know. Speaking whatever. of drinking. Oh, what do we have today? I'm so Ooh. happy I'm not the bartender today. Well, well, well. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, so we'll see if it's any good, but I think it will be. Does it involve syrup? Syrup. It could have, and <laughs> no. I chose to go the sugar route instead. Yes. Um, Live and learn. So our theme this time is uh, haunted houses. And for my haunted house, I chose the Myrtle's Plantation. So today we will be having a good old Southern mint bullet. (laughs) (laughs) We are so dumb. I love this. I, is, is it appropriate? I'm going to direct people because Amy and I, um, Oh, she just sniffed it. 
And I think she almost passed out. Is it really that strong? What's in a mint? Okay, well, for me and the audience, of course. um, Oh, what is in a mint julep? Because it smells like, it smells like straight up whiskey. Well. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Pretty much. Um, It is, uh, okay, hold on. Now, I should have written down. The ingredients, I because I made a couple. You, you know. don't have to write them down. It's it's whiskey, right? It, well, bourbon. <laughs> oh, bourbon. It's two and a half ounces of bourbon, mm-hmm. two teaspoons of sugar, and then mint leaves muddled. And so I muddled the mint leaves into the sugar mm. and let them infuse. Mm. Oh, fancy. and then I yeah I stuck some. I also I'll post a picture. I bought the most offensive bourbon I could find. It's called Rebel Yell. Oh, my um, gosh. So I bought that because it was cheap, and also I'm doing a plantation. So I'm just going to lean into it. So, yeah, it's mostly just bourbon. I think I always thought there was, like, Sprite in it. Me, too. I always thought there was something soda-y in Not it. Not the way I made it, baby. Oh, baby. Well, so you know what? We can just sip it. The mint will be good on my tummy. Um, Cheers. Cheers to the mint. Boolip. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's oh, lot of bourbon. It's real, real good. It actually is really good. That is, I don't really drink bourbon because I'm kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Um, that's delicious though. Bourbon has a nice, what's the difference between bourbon and whiskey? Whiskey's from Kentucky? No. Yes. yes? I. That's I, it? I don't know. Is it like champagne has to be from champagne and the rest is sparkling wine? Yeah, I think so. And like whiskey has to be from... Yeah. Somewhere. Oh, whiskey has to be from Ireland, right? Oh, and bourbon is Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think, at least. Thank God we have a drinking podcast. <laughs> we don't know anything about ghosts or drinks, but we, but we have like the, to talk we about have it. The confidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this uh, is really good. It's actually very good. It's kind of, you know. I think it would be good with some soda in it. Yeah, I think it would be good with soda. I also think, um, sh- shockingly, it's kind of a good breakfast drink. It is a good you breakfast drink. You know, like mimosas drink. are good. Oh, yes. Something you, about the mint and the sugar makes um, it. What's that drink with the rum and the mint and the sugar? I, um, it's like, um, it's rum, mint and sugar and soda. Oh, come on. It's such a typical drink. It's like, oh, you guys know. It's really know. good. I'm too busy Lots drinking my drink. I got a piece of mint in my mouth. Now I'm chewing it. I know. It's all... Let me know, I'm muddled. just pure green in my teeth later. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, well, it's really good. Thank you good. so much. I don't know anything about this Myrtle Plantation. I made a mixed drink that doesn't suck. It, it's Yay! just going to put a lot of hair on my chest by the yeah. time this is through. And we I'm should. excited about that. Yeah, we're going to have to chug some water. Mama needs this today. Nope. Um, yeah, the Myrtle's Plantation. I also didn't know anything about this. I was just kind of scoping around on the internet. God, I wish you guys could see Amy's face. <laughs> Every time I take a sip. I would not be offended <laughs> if you poured water in there no, or something. No, I like it. It tastes good. It is. I like it, but my face contorts automatically when I with every sip I take. This it is just the first does something time with its muscles. Normally, <laughs> we sit next to each other, and now I'm staring into Amy's beautiful face. I guess I didn't realize how reactive it was. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. okay, yeah, hey, you guys, Continue. let's talk about the Myrtle's Plantation. Because um, are we, is our theme in the, in the vein of, like, haunted house Yeah, haunted, homes? yeah, that's, yeah, because, like, Winchester. Ha- yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. So, haunted houses, so mm-hmm, I picked mm-hmm. this plantation. Okay, great. So, Myrtle's Plantation is a historic home and former antebellum plantation in St. Francisville, Louisiana. Uh, it was built in 1796 by General David Bradford and is called one of America's most haunted homes. So I looked into kind of like a couple of different things, and then when I started reading the actual like stories of this one, I was like, oh, I'm doing that one. Where is it again? Uh, it's in Louisiana. Okay. It's in St. Francisville. And I looked it up because I was like, I wanted to say so-and-so miles outside of town you've heard of, mm-hmm. but I couldn't figure it out. Um, what I can do is, you know how Louisiana looks like a foot? Yes. Okay, so the part uh, where like it bends... Mm-hmm. It's like in the bend. Okay. So like not the heel, the yes. catty corner. Okay. Do okay. Do we have a word for that part of the body? Uh, of the foot? Top of foot. Where the arch? No, that's the bottom. Oh, the top of the foot. The the the, the bones. The leg foot. <laughs> you know what? It's in Louisiana. Okay, great. Okay. Great. Um, <laughs> not New Orleans. That's the only part that I know. Exactly. Cool. Um. So it was. Uh, Let's see. So I I had written a bunch of history of the place, but like 
TLDR, it was a plantation. It's problematic. Um, it kind of changed hands a bunch T-L-D-R. of times. Too long, didn't read. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it was a plantation. It's not great. There were slaves. It sucked. Um, and, and kind of trigger warning, like some of the ghost stories are a little upsetting. Um, I'll bet. But... I doubt any plantation has like a real warm right? warmth to it. And you know what? Like, ooh, it just feels like happy spirits linger here. And if somebody says that, they're racist. Yes, that is very <laughs> true. Very, very true. Um, look, my cat is named Scarlet, and I have to deal with that every day. The 15 years ago, I was like, that's I a fine thing. Gone with the I wind. love Gone with the Wind. <laughs> they um, lived such traumatic lives. I they went through so much. And then the war was over, and those people stayed. I hope they got paid. It doesn't matter. Scarlet, does you matter. could just be like, oh, I like Miss Scarlet from the game Clue, and that's why I named my cat Scarlet. Right. Or Scarlet Johansson. Scarlet Oh, no, another kind <laughs> of problematic. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's, a, it's your favorite color? Great. The Scarlet yeah. Letter, wonderful Thank novel, you. named your cat after it. That's exactly what happened. Excellent. Retcon. Very smart. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right. So here's here's some stuff about it. Uh, the plantation house is rumored to be on top of an ancient Tunica Indian burial ground. Oh, double whammy. So, hello. Hello. So it's like. Hauntings on top of hauntings. Duh. So it's like, of course. Lots like, of repressed people. Exactly. Um, that's, that's a rumor though, but you know, I like to believe it. If you're here for facts, go somewhere else. Um, (laughs) okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, so, all right, here's a couple of stories. Um, here's the most exciting one. There is a ghost there, uh, named Cornelia, um, Cornelia Woodruff. She was a young girl. Uh, that lived uh, in the house. She was the daughter of Judge Woodruff, who lived at the plantation in the early 1800s. The Woodruff's slave, Chloe, was caught eavesdropping by the judge, and he punished her by cutting off her ear. (gasps) See, this was the trigger warning part. Okay, so that happened. But she was still freaked out. She thought that, like, that wasn't enough punishment for her. She was really worried. And one of the things she was very worried about was that she was going to get sent to the fields because that was, like, hard labor, and it was definitely, like, a punishment. It was kind of like a reward to get to work in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was scared that he was still mad and was going to send her to the fields. So she came up with this idea, this great idea. Uh, She got some oleander leaves, which are poisonous. Yeah. And she ground them up and she put them in a birthday cake. Now her plan was to just get the family sick, then nurse them back to health. Because she was like, I'll know, I'll know why they're sick and I'll look like a genius Mm. and I will nurse them back to health because I'll know it's oleander poisoning. And they'll keep her around. But they'll just be like, oh my gosh, Chloe, thank you so much. What could we ever do without you? Happy birthday, motherfuckers. So what what happened was um, she put too much poison in the cake. And Cornelia, the little girl, her mother and a sister all died uh, from poisoning. Oh. So then not only did that happen, but I guess uh, Chloe felt bad or something or somebody figured it out and and she got lynched. <gasps> she was killed by a lynch mob. A, they even called it a mixed lynch mob. Oh. So it was both oh. white people and black people. Maybe they were mad, like, great. They were like, like what's going to happen to us yeah, now? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, God. So Chloe is seen all over this place. There are pictures, and it is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. There are several pictures where you just see you just see her. You see her standing there. There's one that literally somebody took for insurance purposes in like 1992 because they were like, oh, we have to see like how far apart these buildings are for insurance purposes. And she's standing there. Holy shit. Yeah. So it's literally like on record with like an insurance company and there's a freaking <laughs> ghost. <laughs> oh my God. There's, will you post those on Instagram? Oh yeah, I absolutely Oh my will. gosh. There's another one where these people were like taking a selfie and there's a window in the back, like a mirror oh gosh. window. And you just see her face looking out. Oh my God, I'm scared. Yeah. I need another drink of this bourbon. Let's go back to the drink. Uh, So (coughs) that's Chloe. (laughs) 
really going to put some hair on your face. Oh, uh, if I have any bacteria in my body, oh, yeah. it's gone now. You're welcome. Thank you. And that soothing mint. Mm. Um, yeah, so Chloe uh, and then Cornelia is the little girl. So uh, here's a story about Cornelia. So Amy Campbell, I don't know why you're giving first and last name here. I do know, and I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, stayed there on the night of October 30th, 2000. While she was sleeping, Amy felt bouncing on her bed, and she saw that a little girl was jumping on it. The ghost is believed to be Cornelia Woodruff. Are you able to rent a room and stay the night? So it's a bed and breakfast oh, now. Hell no. Nah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. hate bed and breakfast mm-hmm. because of this. Because they're always haunted. They're always haunted. Every single time. And the most haunted towns have the most bed and breakfast because they have just giant old mansions, like mm-hmm. old plantations. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, here's another person. This... Arlen Dees helped refurbish the plantation. He remembers a strange occurrence that happened to him while he was mowing the lawn back in 1970. He claimed that when he looked up at a tree, he saw the ghostly figure of a man staring at him. He Mm. now believes that it was the ghost of a caretaker who was robbed and killed on the estate in 1927. Whoa. Um, Another ghostly encounter occurred. Oh, oh, this is one of my favorite ones. Uh, because this happens all the time to people. Another ghostly encounter occurred when Mark and Holly Parenti... Sorry, I'm using your last names, but... Um, sure, we have permission. Sure. Uh, sure. Uh, came to visit in 1998. They were scared to know that they were the only guests in the plantation. Oh! I know! Mark and leave. Holly! No! Leave, Mark! <laughs> uh, their room was just beyond the staircase uh, where... Oh. oh, no, no, no. This is a different guy. Okay. Tell all of them. Oh, he I was love this. he was he was a caretaker. Okay. Okay. Um, his name was William Winter. Okay. This is a different guy. Uh, a different caretaker also got murdered here. Jeez. So there's supposed to be up to like twelve different ghosts oh, because wow. there are like ten different recorded murders that have happened on this or murders or mysterious deaths. So this guy, they're calling him caretaker. He was kind of the owner of the house. The, uh-huh. This this other guy because this one's my favorite one. His name was William Winter. So one night in 1871, a mysterious horseman arrived on the property calling out for William Winter. When William went outside, the man shot him several times. Like literally the guy was just like, William Winter, William Winter. And the guy's like, hello? And he's like, bang. (laughs) Oh, God. Like nothing. So he gets shot several times. He turns around, goes back inside, starts climbing up the stairs, calling to his wife, Sarah. He makes it to the 17th step where he collapses. She comes out and he dies in her arms. No. So since then, people hear steps going up, but they always stop on the 17th step. Oh, my God. I know. I I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I know. Oh. Okay. So... One of the reasons I was so excited about it. So there's there's a ton more stories. Those are just kind of my favorites. Um, And the reason I loved this so much and why I decided to do it and also have last names is because in 2002, it was featured on one of my favorite television shows, Unsolved Mysteries. Whoa. (laughs) So they went and they filmed a segment. And so they did the thing where they interview and then they have the recreations. And so it was just a delight to watch. And that's what freaked me out because I need to know this about myself. I cannot watch Unsolved Mysteries. It's too scary. Yeah, you can't do that. It's too scary. I kind of want to see that episode. It was good. I'll I'll send you a link. Um, It was very good. So, uh, but then this was interesting. So I watched the segment and then I was like looking it up because I was like, oh, what what season is this and everything? Um, So apparently... Somebody has said, so they filmed at the plantation, and the whole time they were there, the production crew had terrible technical difficulties. Mm. Their phones would die. The cameras would die. Things would just turn on and off, disappear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they had had that. And then uh, my second favorite TV show was also had a segment there. That's right. Ghost Hunters. <gasps> Amy's a ghost adventures gal. I'm a ghost hunters gal. I know. I love ghost adventures. But great news. Ghost adventures also went there. Oh, it's so right. awesome. Which is so funny because I feel like, how have we not heard about this place? It's yeah, I know. It's clearly famous. Wow. I need to go back and watch all of those episodes. Yeah. I'm very how excited. fun. So specifically the thing that happened on Ghost Hunters was... Um, And it was very, it's an early Ghost Hunters, like, season two, so it's, like, perfect for me. Um, 
they did like a, that's why I like Ghost in Our Shoes. They kind of debunk some stuff sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So like some people were like, we see the face of a little boy in this mirror. And then they went and looked and they're like, this is an original mirror. It's got some like discoloration that's normal. Look, this kind of looks like a face debunked, you know? Yeah. Like those old milky yeah. mirrors. But yeah. while they were recording, um, they're sitting there just talking and there's a lamp on a side table that's just like gently moving back and forth, Mm. just like back and forth. And they went back to look at it and they were like, let's try moving it. Like maybe somebody stepped on the cord or whatever. And every time they did it, it like bunched up the tablecloth and that did not happen in the video. So like, there's just no explanation. So they agreed that it was a very super haunted place. Oh my gosh. There's lots of stories. It is a bed and breakfast. You can go (laughs) stay there. You can do ghost tours. They do tours all the time. Um, Mm. And uh, yeah, maybe someday if we find ourselves in Louisiana. Ooh, that's so good. Mm. That's really creepy. Good for us. Yay. I want to, I can't wait to see those pictures. Yeah, they're very scary. Wow. I'll send them to you only look in the daytime. What a history. That's crazy. Of like to to die by birthday cake. (laughs) That's so sad. I mean, that's, you know, die how you want to live. Eat and cake. Yeah. Hell yeah. By poison, maybe it's just you go fast. Who knows? Yeah, fingers crossed. Actually. Fingers probably not. It's probably a slow, painful I was death about to of speak. coughing up foam. Yeah, I was about to say, like, oh, well, God. oleander leaves, as if I freaking know. <laughs> I just... There was a movie called White Oleander, uh, and it's I, definite I poison. That's looked at its IMDb page, so I definitely oh. know all about it. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen it, but I don't remember anything about it. Um, I did a, a haunted house as well. It's uh-huh. no surprise. It's the Winchester Yay! Mystery House. And also Ghost Adventures filmed there as well. And mm-hmm. I the first I ever heard of Winchester was because of Ghost Adventures. Oh. Um, but I don't remember anything about that episode. And I'm too scared now to watch those shows anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's, let's get into the Winchester <gasps> Mystery House. I know like... Three things, so I'm excited to learn more. I actually didn't know a lot about it either. I actually did not even know it was in California and that you can do tours of it because one of my coworkers was like, yeah, I've been there. I'm like, how? Oh, my gosh. What kind of access do you have? He's like, you could buy a ticket and take a tour. Oh, cool. I think that's new. This is one of the three things I know. Uh I think it's new, and I think they also will give you booze on the tour. Shut your trap. Let's go now. It's in San Jose. It's either, yeah, it's either the Winchester house or there's another sort of big haunted mansion in California. Where they give you booze? Yeah. Um, that sounds perfect. So whichever one okay. of those, let's go. I love it. Great. Okay, we'll do that. Because I do want to do like a live recording from a haunted location. I love that we do our, our vacation planning on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For the people in the taxes. Yep. Uh, okay, so the Winchester Mystery House. It's in San Jose, California. And it's 24,000 square foot mansion that was once the personal residence of Sarah Winchester, the widow of firearm magnate. Magnate? I think so. Magnat? Mag. Nate. Magnate. Rich guy. Okay. I thought it's pronounced mag- magnet, but it's spelled M-A-G-N-A-T-E. Yeah, so magnet. not like a refrigerator magnet. No, that, that's a different word. Magnet. Magnate is like... Magnate. Uh... Rich well, dude. Well, this rich dude who owned the fi- the Winchester firearms, his name is mm-hmm. William Wirt Winchester. Ooh, I copied him. It's a little it's a little botched, my copy and pasting today. It might be a little all over the place. I, mine was a little all over the place. Also, this mint bulip is pretty good. <laughs> I think I already started slurring some words, so. <laughs> great. So we spent five minutes on the word magnet. Magnate. Um Yeah, we're fine. We're doing great. It's great. Uh, so after, so Sarah Winchester married this magnate and, and then he died uh, from tuberculosis, Lucky. uh, just, like, <laughs> just like a month after their baby daughter died and Aww. she died as a, as like an, as a baby, baby. She also had made tuberculosis. Um, so anywho's she inherited more than $20.5 million, which in 1881, mind you, that is the equivalent of $520 million today. Wow. Yeah. So she also received nearly 50% ownership of the Winchester Arms Company, which gave her an income of roughly $1,000 per day, equivalent to $25,000 a day today. Live the dream. Let me tell you. It's that podcast I'm not going to tell you, but my <laughs> bi-weekly paycheck <laughs> is just about what Girl. that bitch made in a day. 
Do not compare. In 1881. And how many people have been murdered for your paycheck? Oh, gosh. Just so many. <laughs> the world of animation is fucking brutal. <laughs> have you seen what happened to Wile E. Coyote? <laughs> no mercy. <laughs> he just shouldn't have looked down. <laughs> We are survivors. Uh, so uh, uh, she's, this this lady is right up our alley. She's a spiritualist in the mid-1800s, and she became terrified that her misfortunes, the death of her husband and her one-month-old daughter, were cosmic retribution from all of the spirits killed by Winchester rifles. That's right. That was the number two thing that I knew. <laughs> oh, which is like, she just married into it. She didn't make the rifle. She didn't kill anybody. But yeah, she but she's had getting $1,000 a day. All this blood money, ma'am. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, she went to a psychic medium who told her that she would be haunted by the ghosts of Winchester rifle victims unless she built nonstop a home for the spirits who have fallen from this terrible weapon. So, okay, so time out. Mm-hmm. Psychic medium slash... Real estate broker in San Jose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And at the time she was living in New Haven, Connecticut. So that was quite a trek in the 1800s to go to San Jose. Um, So, uh, yeah, so she went and she uh, went to San Jose where she was to build a grand home for the spirits. And the catch was that construction on the house could never stop. If you continue building... You will live, the medium warned Sarah. Just like the Beverly Center. (laughs) (laughs) That was some inside baseball, sorry. Uh, Baseball? Yeah, you call it insider baseball when it's like an inside joke. Oh, I thought it was literally it's like a, baseball. This is, no, jokes. this is like a this is like a joke for people who live in LA. The Beverly Center's been under construction for fucking ever and will not stop being under construction. Uh, here's a baseball insider. If you build it, they Hold will on. come. <laughs> Field of dreams. God, this was a beautiful circle where we just came back to everything. And we know so much about construction and sports and quotes. And Mm -hmm. we're doing great. We're doing so great. Uh, I like mint bulips. I like mint bulips. And I just love the name so darn much. Me too. I'm going to take one more quick sip before I continue. Okay. I will vamp. I'm done. I didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Uh, so stop building and you will die. Okay. So those were that's her warning. She took it real seriously. In 1884, she purchased an unfinished farmhouse in the Santa Clara, Santa Clara Valley and began building her mansion. The carpenters were hired and worked on the house day and night until it became a seven-story mansion. Have you seen pictures of this thing? I have. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It is so ridiculous. Uh, We'll post. We'll post them. Uh, She held occasional nighttime seances in an eerie peaked turret of the house known as the witch's cap and would deliver new building plans to her foreman in the morning. She did not use an architect and added onto the building in a haphazard fashion. So the home contains numerous oddities. The uh, many accounts attribute these oddities to her beliefs in ghosts. So she was just constantly trying to appease these spirits. Would you like to know about these oddities that exist in her house? Why, yes, Amy, I would. Bitch went cray. <laughs> uh, so a staircase, one of forty, goes nowhere and ends at the ceiling. Cabinets and doors open onto walls. Rooms are boxes within boxes. Small rooms are built within big rooms. Balconies and windows are inside rather than out. Chimneys stop floors short of the ceiling. Floors have skylights. A linen closet as big as an apartment sits next to a cupboard less than an inch deep. Doors open into walls. One room has a normal-sized door next to a small child-sized one. Another has a secret door identical to one on a corner closet. It could be opened from within the room, but not from without. And the closet drawer doesn't open at all. So the details are designed to confuse. In one room, Winchester laid the parquetry... Parquetry? In it, I, maybe that's like fluorine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In an unusual pattern. When the light... Oh, yeah, it is the floor. When the light hit the floor in a particular way, the dark boards appeared light, and the light boards appeared dark. Spooky. Crazy. Who, who thinks of that? I'm just... I'm reeling that list that you just read off. I'm just like... And we can visit it. I mean, we can. I think we should. Where is San Jose? Uh... South? Do you know the way Wait, to, to San, San Jose? Jose? See, I, uh, I was about to sing a rent song. That is the rent song. Restaurant, restaurant in Santa Fe. Oh, wait, that's Santa Fe. It is Santa Fe. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I 
totally thought I was singing the Rent song too, and they, it's not San they Jose. Reference, San, they reference, yeah. Gosh darn it. They reference that song in the Rent song. You know, I tried. I tried. I'm not a musical theater lady. Are we, am I going to reference a musical every episode? Pro- probably. Last week it was Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I still have to write my New Rochelle rap yes. on Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> um, called Thomas Paine. Uh, so Thomas even these basic truths of upside down and light and dark could be subverted because bullseye windows, they gave an upside down view of the world. So like they reflected the outside in reverse. It's insane. I, I, like I would be so, they should not like serve booze on this tour because either, you will get injured. Yeah. Either she was insane or, but like brilliant. Yeah. But also, like, that would just drive you insane. It would drive you absolutely insane. And you're living there alone in a 24,000-square-foot, seven-story mansion with all of these crazy illusions. And, like, how would you even remember, like, okay, I'm going to go, like, take a teacup out of the cupboard. Oh, wait, no, that one opens up to, you know, the basement. And that cupboard opens up to the roof. I have... Instantly just changed, and now I want to be this woman. Yeah. I think I want to live alone in a crazy (laughs) house that no one understands. (laughs) Well, this is not available for bed and breakfasts. Um, Yeah. We'll have to buy, build our own. If you build it, I said that already. They will insider baseball. (laughs) (laughs) She was also obsessed with the number 13, which... I don't know. I did my research. The number 13 is actually lucky in like the Chinese culture. Most cultures, it's a fortunate number. So I'm not afraid of 13. My parents got married on a Friday the 13th. I love it. And I they're feel still like married. That's, yeah, they're so, they're so cute. I know they're sweet. so cute. So it was November 13th, but then now they do a special little, like every Friday the 13th oh, is a little like mini anniversary for that's them. That's adorable. I, I love it. I feel like it's just an, a charged day energetically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 13 is not, uh, not unlucky. Uh, so it has a lot of um, 13s in the house. She was obsessed with the number. It has many 13 paned windows, 13 paneled ceilings as well as 13 step stairways. Even her will had 13 parts, and she signed it 13 times. And the piece de resistance uh-huh. might be the house's 13th bathroom, which contains... Th- uh, the home boasts 950 doors, 10,000 windows, 40 stairways, 52 skylights, 47 fireplaces, six kitchens, plus a trio of elevators, and once groundbreaking elements like wool insulation, electricity, an indoor shower, and a sewage draining system. Because there was probably lots of poop happening. Yeah, because yeah. all those bathrooms. Right, <laughs> she was ready. Wherever she was getting creeped out by her ghost, she was she could just let out those nervous shits anywhere. Okay, for real though, mm. I just had this moment where like, there's no way you could explore all of this house all of the time. No, and there that's are probably like a, so like many. Well, and when the San Ho- when the earthquake hit in nineteen oh. something nineteen oh six. Uh, they actually lost uh, the top like three stories of the house caved in. She was trapped in a room called the Daisy bedroom because of daisies all over the walls. And uh, apparently that room is super haunted and the the workers, the house workers dug her out, but she was trapped in there for a really long time. But that's an advantage of always having construction workers. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> an earthquake. Yeah. I mean, could you even imagine having the blueprints? Like, okay, here are the places she could be trapped right now. 400 different rooms, mm-hmm. everyone searched. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so I, a lot of the house is sealed off now because they didn't actually rebuild after the earthquake collapsed all those floors. So imagine, just imagine. There's no way. I don't actually think blueprints exist. Um, so yeah, so she was haunted by her conscience over the gu- gun blood fortune, seeking either protection or absolution. Winchester lived in almost absolute solitude, complete solitude in a mansion designed to be haunted. You know, if you're, like, d- designing a house according to, like, feng shui practices, like, mm-hmm. you would not want to confuse spirits. You're supposed to not confuse them. Yeah. You you're supposed to make it very through. easy to come in and come out. Mm-hmm. If they if they do come in, you want them to have a very easy way of coming out. So it was designed to be haunted. You know what I'm imagining now? Like, some asshole couple on, like, an HGTV episode, like... You know, they're like, they show up and they're like, well, fixer upper. I like 12 of the bathrooms, <laughs> but the 13th. And what's so the many windows. Like, but does it have granite countertops? 
and you're like, fuck you. You you make artisanal cheese. Like, you can't afford this. You gotta make that gun blood money. <laughs> That's like me looking at Zillow every day and being like, oh my God, I love this house. I can afford a $7,000 month mortgage for some Ooh. shitty Burbank house. We haven't talked about this. Do you also uh, search the Zillow app when you're feeling low? <laughs> Every single day. How did we not day. know this about each other? Zillow is my comfort. Oh my gosh. I didn't know this. We both do this. I have a whole it's folder on my, on my phone. Yeah, I have Zillow, Trulia, and uh, Realtor.com. Oh. There's Redfin too. Oh my gosh. But Zillow is like, every time I take a walk or I'm walking anywhere, I have Zillow open because I'm like, how much is that house? How much is that house? How much is that house? How old you is know. that house? I feel like that's Obsessed. a, it's like, it's like porn. It's it like is. porn for us. Real estate porn. Yeah. Should I open it in a private browser? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a record of that. So I had a few thoughts real quick about okay. this. I actually really was starting to doubt if this house actually was haunted. And because there's a lot of stories about Sarah Winchester and how crazy she was and the construction and, you know, just the craziness mm-hmm. of this whole house. But she built it brand new. She thought it was going to be, she was going to get haunted by the ghosts of all the people who fell from these rifles. But I don't know if that is a thing that actually happens. I don't think you haunt the person who may, if I died, hypothetically, if somebody passed on because they got hit by a car, are you going to haunt the manufacturer at the Toyota plant? You know what I mean? Like, no, you're probably going to like have residual energy at the site of the crash. Toyotas don't kill people. People, people who, kill Toyotas. People who drank a lot of mint booze. Yes. <laughs> kill people. Right. So, okay, you got hit by a drunk driver. Would you haunt the maker of of, of Rebel Yell I would whiskey? haunt Rebel Yell, but that's for a <laughs> Just for titling reason. it, naming it Rebel Yell. <laughs> We're not getting sponsored by them. No, we are not. Um... Real quick was yeah. like was like I don't actually think this place is gonna be haunted because I think it was just all in her head, um, but there have been some some sightings. Um, a lot of her loyal workmen who stayed there the whole time this insanity was being built. A lot of them died, and so they're the ones who are seen mostly. I kind of like that. Yeah, the workmen and the house servants uh, are kind of still looking after the place. Oh. According to sightings, there's figures or feelings of a presence reported many, many times by tour guides and visitors. One frequent apparition is a man with jet black hair, believed to have been a former handyman. He's seen repairing the fireplace in the ballroom or pushing an equally spectral wheelbarrow if wheelbarrows indeed linger in the beyond who wrote that down a long dark hallway it was me (laughs) a spectral wheelbarrow oh no (laughs) ghost wheelbarrow I miss, oh, I missed my cue. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> then there is an invisible hand that touches people. Nice. Um, a man working on one of the many restoration projects in the mansion started his day early uh, in a section with several fireplaces. I mean, yeah, there's like 900 of them. Uh, known as the Hall of Fires. The house was uh, <laughs> dead quiet. Same. Be- before tours got underway, he was working up on a ladder. He felt someone tap him on the back. He turned around. No one was there. Um, he went on to keep working only to experience what felt like someone pushing against his back. He hurried down the ladder um, and started working on a different project, figuring that something didn't want him in the Hall of Fires that day. I think that if he felt something pushing him his back, they were helping him stay up on the ladder. Yeah, they were spotting him. Yeah, I think so. I, I'd be very comforted by them, actually. Cool. Not the tapping on the shoulder while I'm up on a fucking ladder, though. Excuse Turn around me. and be like, excuse, excuse me. Is this the Hall Hello. of Fires? Hello. Hall of Fire. Uh, one more. <laughs> the Hall of Fire. <laughs> Up on the ladder. It's the Southern Rock episode. Yeah. Boolip. Yeah. Boolip. Boolip. And then uh, another. Um, oh, in the Daisy bedroom, which is where Sarah was trapped during the 1906 quake, a tour guide named Samantha was about to begin her spiel when a heavy, clear sigh came from the hallway outside the bedroom door. Thinking one of her guests had fallen behind, she turned to call the person into the room. No one was there. As her eyes adjusted to the dark hallway, she saw the form of a small, dark person slowly emerged 
slowly emerging from the, the hall and then gliding around the corner. She quickly stepped, Samantha, the tour guide, quickly stepped away from the corner. And again, there was nothing. Like she saw this entity and then did a double check. She was, it was gone. Mm-hmm. Then she heard another deep sigh. So she felt sure that it was the tiny form of Sarah Winchester um, because that was one of her favorite places in the house. And I bet she's heard that tour a hundred thousand times. And it's just like, oh, yeah, like, bitch, I'm so bored. And Sarah Winchester was only 4'10". She's tiny. <gasps> I love that. Itty bitty lady. I love that. Small and mighty Mm -hmm. and fucking crazy and rich. Would you, if you were desperate, right? You're a desperate single man in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and like you just really needed money. Would you marry a woman? Like, what what do you think? Would that be like somebody that you'd be like, yeah, I can live with this. Yeah, because I want the money. Yeah. The money, the cool house. Oh, yeah. Also, don't you think you could be like kind of a cool, like, I don't know, g- gigolo? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. What's a gigolo? Isn't that a male um, yeah. sex worker? I think so. Hmm. I think it's like also kind of, like, you know, like a, a trophy husband. Mm. That's how I think of it mm-hmm. as a trophy husband. Just a gigolo. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's amazing. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, that was fun. That was Interesting. So fun. I think I would not mind doing a tour. I think San Jose is far away. But if we're going north California, we might as well like go to like wine country too. I mean. I mean. It's both. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're so excited. Uh our friend Elaine, friend of the podcast, Elaine, uh, lives in a freaking haunted house. Her second haunted house, too, yeah. I think, right? She's got so many haunted stories, and uh, she was kind enough to share them. Uh, so uh, uh, let's let's take a listen, shall we? I'm so excited. Okay, so uh, just really quick. Hey, my, this is my friend Elaine. Hi. Um, and Elaine uh, uh, lives in a freaking haunted house and That's was true. kind enough to talk to us about it. Yeah, um, the house was built in 1928 um, by the last blacksmith in Burbank. His last name was Olson. And um, yeah, like when we first bought it, um, my husband and I bought it about four years ago. Um, I walked in and upstairs in like this far room immediately. I was like, no, no, there's there's a man. There's a man up here. He's in this corner of this closet in this room, which is now our son's nursery. So parents (laughs) of the year. Um, um, But when we bought it, I told the guy that we bought it from, I was like, listen, I'm afraid of three things in life. Snakes, ghosts, and clown murderers. And he's like, well, no snakes up here. They're farther up the hill. Great. Um, Nope, no ghosts at all in this house. None that I know of. Great. And he got me on clown murders. Probably (laughs) murdered by a clown. Yeah. But that's fine. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know if you just really want to make this sell. Sure enough, after we bought it, our neighbors down the street were like, you know there's a ghost in your house. Yep, upstairs there's a man upstairs in the house. Yep, there's a man up ghost upstairs in the house. Sure, like I knew it. So you know, you like wish you had not been right. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a lot of work on this house. Like um, the people who had it before us really remodeled it so it was more modern. They bought it in the '90s, so they made it more of a '90s vibe, which is fine. Um, my husband and I really like the Art Deco 1928 style. So when we bought it, we found that there needed to be a lot of work anyway. So while we were doing like the bones of it, so to speak, um, like the electrical plumbing, we just decided to kind of give it an overhaul to make it more of the Art Deco feel that it was originally built as. And it was interesting when we moved into the house, um, when we first bought it, I did not get a good feeling at all, especially up in that room. It just wasn't a welcoming vibe. There's a lot of times that I just kind of decided not to be in certain places. P.S. My husband does not believe in any of this. I mean, when they don't, you know, it's like the men never do. They never do. And so, you know, just, just so he's not implemented in any of this, (laughs) like this is just my own reflection. But as we started doing work in the house, it got a much 
friendlier vibe. Interesting. And he was a blacksmith. He was an artist, you know. And so I think he has really come to appreciate all of the blood, sweat, and tears, literal blood, sweat, and tears that we've put into it, all the hard work. Oh, so you think it's Mr. Olson, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I really okay. do. Um, and I think he appreciates what we've tried to do, like trying to do right by him. Try, You know, we literally hired another, he was like 95-year-old actual blacksmith to recreate some of the work that was already done outside. Wow. Like we went to those extremes to really do right by what was already here. And since then... It's been a much, like, I, you know, we have a kid. I used to be up all hours of the night in that room, never feeling weird at all. So, um, but that being said, our now three-year-old has these stories. And again, he's three, so he also thinks he's like, you know, has super gecko muscles. (laughs) Parents out there get that reference. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but he says stuff like, well, who's the man who comes in my room at night? And I'm like, well, I come in and check on you every night. No, who's the man who comes in here? Oh, dear. I just don't know. Um, And then um, something like there's a picture that's on his wall. He's like, well, when did this picture, why did it move over there last night? Why did the picture move? Like, well... (laughs) I will talk about it when you're in college and move. Frequently I regret <laughs> that this is a podcast because then you can't see my face. But just trust <laughs> me, I'm not speaking because I can't move my jaw. Right? I mean, like, and I fully believe that, like, kids are way Definitely. more in tune. Um, kids and pets. Kids and pets, mm-hmm. which goes into another like a story from my past. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, and, um, so our dining room is connected to our front room. And one time we were all in the dining room and Owen, who my son, who was probably just two at that time goes, I can't go into that room, meaning the front room. And we're like, well, what, what's up on? Why not? Well, there's a man in there. He doesn't, he's, it's okay because he's friendly. He's smiling, but I can't go in there. And like that happened more than one occasion. He didn't want to go into the front room because there. Because of a man. Yeah. And in our front room, there's this fireplace, which I have learned from listening to Banshees and Booze podcast. Hey, we're plugging our own podcast on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That sometimes spirits can be attached to certain objects. And in our front room, there's this beautiful um, fireplace that there's just a handful of them made by this man. Um, bot shelter who became um, integral in this mo- this art movement, and that's in our front room, and it's just kind of a very special piece. There's not many of them out there, so it's interesting that he would choose that particular yeah room if we're going down that path. Sure. So um, that being said, um, you know my husband, who again is a complete. Skeptic, which is fine. <laughs> nice we balance man. Each other's out. Very nice He's a man. Good guy. Good guy. <laughs> we balance each other out. Um, you know, uh, he even said, you know, when they were working on it, there was electrical issues. The lights would flicker in certain places, but that could be just because the house was built in 1928. And let's be honest. I mean, it could be, it but. It could be, yeah. But we did meet the guy's granddaughter. She showed up at the door one day. And she kind of took us on a historical tour of that's the home amazing. because she lived here for a while. So yeah, that was cool. Oh, she lived here. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that's great. And yes, I was like fully expecting her to walk up the stairs and be like, "Hi, Grandpa," or like find out <laughs> that she also died in like nineteen fifty-seven. Yeah. There was like no one here. Maybe you never yeah. had a grandmother. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that being said, like we're very happy. I'm here. You know, by myself, you know, mm-hmm. plenty of times I've stayed here, you know, if Simon had to be out of town or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, having a kid, you're up, you know, whenever there yeah. is time in the day, you're up. Um, and I've never felt threatened or weird. Yeah. So it's a good, it's a good vibe. I will say because, oh, I should have mentioned this. We're sitting in the very house we're discussing. The very house. We're discussing the house and we're sitting in it. Um, yeah, I don't I don't get a bad vibe here. And I'm right. especially, God, if Amy were here, if there was anything, when the two of us get together, they find us. Done. Um, did you have a bad vibe? Because we went into the closet, like the closet of note. 
It's kind of a weird closet. I went into the closet. I will say I have had experience when I lived in Chicago. Right. Um, my aunt and uncle lived in a very old house. It was built in 1910. Okay. Um, and they had a closet very similar to that, and I would not go anywhere near it. Right. Um, this closet, you, if I can see the vibes. I Thank you. You were very much making me calm. I feel like if I had been there alone... There are times that I go in that closet um, and I'm like, mm, I, I still feel something in that closet. And the lock situation. Yeah, so it locks from the outside, mm -hmm. meaning you could lock someone in there. But when um, that turned out, that room actually turned out to be the granddaughter's room. Oh, okay. And they used to play hide and seek in that particular closet which made me feel a little better about it mm -hmm. that wasn't like yeah I used to live in this room until my brother died in yeah the closet, you know <laughs> so um that made me feel a little better but I do still that closet you can you can feel something there is a little something yeah, yeah. I was definitely um we also Elaine and I had lunch and we may or may not be drinking champagne right now on a S Tuesday hey, afternoon. Hey, Amy and I usually record Sunday mornings, so <laughs> it's when we're <laughs> it's, available. It's fine. It works. Um so we're adults, we're allowed to do what we're we want, fine. right? Yeah. Right? We're okay, great. Women. Um so uh I think having the glass of champagne before I went up there helped a lot. It's, and that's the whole point, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, it is what it is, mm -hmm. and it's it's our home. Yeah, you know, and we've, um, like I said, we spent many years making it our own, and I think um, the man who built it kind of appreciates it. If that makes sense, it absolutely makes sense to me, and it is lovely, and it has, it does have a good feel in here. Well, so, thank you. well, thanks for having me over. I well, appreciate I've it, and time. and cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Thanks, Elaine. Damn. <laughs> Thanks for opening up your creepy home to me. I really appreciated it. And when it's in no way terrified the whole time. I'm really jealous. I really, really, really wanted to go into someone's haunted house. Uh, well, I'm sure she'd invite you back. Okay. I want to go next time. Okay. Next time I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you um, alone next time. I'm just wondering because I have that spidey sense if I walk if I if I walked in if I could tell like where it might be or what room but then if I knew in advance that it's haunted I don't mm -hmm. know I don't know it's hard to say I'll find you a haunted house thank you you're welcome I might have no ever no he like exercised it I met someone last night um at our friend's birthday oh, yeah. party before you arrived who he left the minute before oh, I arrived so. his story was insane and then the entity followed them to their next house. They latched on. Mm -hmm. They and, played with the Ouija board. And where were you meeting him, Amy? The Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Topic Hello. of our very first podcast. Hello. Right? Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, and thank you so much, Elaine, for that. Uh, real quick, let's do my haunter hoax. Your haunter hoax, because I neglected to do one. Whoops. Uh. Well, what I really wanted to get into, which we'll get into in another episode because we're going to have about 500 of them, yeah. is um, different methods of banishing ghosts from a house. Like if you do have a haunted house, legit, Ooh. how to get rid of them and also the psychological impact a haunting can have on you. Girl, so I feel uniquely qualified to answer this question. So when I get it wrong, I'm going to be mad. Oh, okay. Great. All right. Um, so I, I'd like to get into that topic like for a future episode because – and then that's when I want to share my my Charleston house haunted oh, yeah. story yeah. because it really fucked us all up. Uh -huh. um, anywho, so I wrote <laughs> – We're damaged. So anyway, here's our game. So help us. Um, there are many ways to get rid of a ghost from your home and – Amy has tried most of them. <laughs> uh, which of the following methods has Amy never used to rid herself from pesky paranormal parasites? Now this feels like a friend test too. Well, <laughs> but I'm here for it. I'm going to tell you what. I'm a great test Oh, I didn't write down my answer. Oh yeah, that's the answer. I didn't. <laughs> couldn't remember what the answer was. Amy, if you don't know the answer. <laughs> yeah, and you'll never get it. Yeah. Okay, so so these are just some of the ways. And all right, so which one have, have I not tried? Okay. Prayer, throwing the blankets over her head and closing her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Burning sage, screaming, get out at the top of her lungs, 
or consulting a psychic medium. Wait, you haven't tried one of these? There's one of these I have not tried. <laughs> okay. I know the answer. What is it? Is it screaming, get out? No. <laughs> Wait, you've tried that? Yes, and it works. It works See, really good. Because I've been around you when yeah. you were like, when you were like, you are not welcome here. That time yeah, you I were give them doing a firm talking to. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, shit, I'd listen to her. I Which one have you not done? Uh, prayer. I have forgot to pray. I is apparently it's a thing that can work, but I've actually never prayed like Okay. Dear whomever, please protect yeah. us from spirits and like uh please I, I talk directly to the, the entity. That's a really good point. Yeah, I've never prayed. I've been around you talking to the entity, not like calling in your boy. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I did scream it out at the top of my lungs, and that circles back to the Charleston story, which we'll get to in a future episode. It's That's very so effective. Um I, I was thrilled to lose that that up uh, that uh Oh yeah. Well, you know what? There's another method and I've never tried it either because I haven't actually lived in a haunted house. I've just been sta- stayed in many. Is it um, is it pooping in your 13th bathroom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take a hot, steamy shit in your 13th mm. bathroom. Get uh, Leave it in there for 13 minutes. <laughs> Flush <And> 13 no- <laughs> times. <laughs> you might need to in a house that old. Old plumbing is my nightmare. Yeah. Um, uh, no, it's putting salt and rice outside of oh. the perimeter of your home. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of salt. Uh, I read that the rice draws the spirit out. Just like toilet water out of an iPhone. Oh my gosh. Ghosts are just toilet water in an iPhone. This whole episode is about poo and bathroom <laughs> stuff. Um Apparently, the rice draws them out, and the salt prevents them from going back in. Fascinating. Never heard of that. It's interesting to me, but now you know. But it has to be on the perimeter, like outside, not inside. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't live in a place with a windowsill on the outside. I'm in an apartment, so I don't know how that would work. But I do. There's bars, and there's like, wait. I I guess you could do it outside the front door if you needed to. I mean, I have a piece. So my, my front door, my door to my apartment's got this cute little, like, you know, woodwork because it's like twenties. You know, yeah, so it's all this cute woodworking, and I have like some crystals I've stuck up there as like, Ooh, yeah, um, smart. Which was very funny because one day a guy was just walking by and was like, "What the fuck is that?" And he like grabbed it. <gasps> no, he was like, "I didn't know what this was." And I was like, "Yeah, I put that there." And he was like, "Oh, sorry." Ugh. And he like handed it back to me, and I went inside and was just like, "I'm gonna cleanse this Don't shit." Don't touch the crystal. Yeah, touch my fucking crystals. Oh my God. Yeah, that is another thing I what use. What did he think it crystals. was? Like money? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Ugh, have people and if never it was heard? money, it's mine. Yeah. I lived there. <laughs> um, cool. That was really fun. I made it almost an entire episode without complaining about men. Mm. Um, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much. Definitely make sure that you're following our Instagram account, which is now updated on the reg. Uh-huh. It's at Banshees and Booze on Instagram. And uh, I wanted to mention, I think by the time this episode is out, you will be able to find us in places other than just iTunes. Yeah. So if you have a, an Apple-averse friend that you want to share this with, you will now be able to. Um I don't know what platform you'll be able to because I haven't looked it up yet. But yeah. any second now, it's going to be available in places other than iPhones. And when it's available, well, you know, I ran into a friend last night, Robert, friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. He's getting his own podcast soon uh, on the street. And he had an Android phone and he had an Apple, uh, an iTunes app and downloaded huh. and subscribed on the spot. Thank you, friends. What a good friend. That's a good friend. If you guys want to be a good friend, you'll do the same. And you know what else you'll do? I'm going to start it. What? This is the episode where we start it. What? If you could rate, rate review. and review. <laughs> I hate to ask, but it's just, it really does help us for like people who, you know, people that are just looking, it, it helps to have reviews. Yeah. And like, if it could not be just like my mom reviewing it, because <laughs> she will, God knows she will, but she'll probably sign it mom and then everyone will know. So I'm not telling my mom about this because I kept labeling her as being stupid for telling me that we had a ghost in our, a yeah. dead man in our house. 
So I'm not telling her that about that, but she okay. doesn't listen to podcasts. We'll get anyway. my mom. My mom will do it. Um, I also just have a quick correction I just thought of in the last episode. I said that my aunt's children were my nieces, and that's driving me batshit crazy. They're your cousins. They're my cousins. I also said that my cousin, the mayor of New Rochelle, named a holiday on my grandparents' 75th wedding anniversary. They didn't live for to the, see their 75th wedding anniversary, so that's also not true. It was probably their 50th. Do you feel better? I do. Thank you yeah. so much. Forgive We're, me, Father. This is like <laughs> confession portion of the podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, this and is, sorry, one more thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably to one more things. Um, if up ghost and personal at gmail.com. Please. If you have some ghost yeah, stories you'd like to share. Please send us ghost stories because we've got some friends and they're going to be recording, but we would love to read some emails. Yes. Um, yes. And oh, uh, no, but really one more thing. Okay. Uh, we're going to start, uh, when we start, when you guys rate and review, we're getting close. We're going to start doing some giveaways for people who review the podcast. Okay. Um, Amy doesn't what know are, about this. What are we giving away? I think I'm going to do some hand-painted mugs. Oh, sweet. I know how to do that. I actually yes. used, to, I used to run a mug business. It was my full-time job. So you're getting some professional hand-painted mugs. They're so good. Um, and uh, Yeah. Yeah, so, so hey, we're rewarding you. And we're rewarding you. We're rewarding you, men boo-whip. Men boo-whip. Pretty soon, we're going to like be so well-rated and, and subscribed to that we'll be doing like commercials for me undies and shit. We're going to be so subscribed to. We're like, y'all don't even know. Be doing like commercials for like fucking HelloFresh. Okay, let's go get some pizza or something. <sighs> I have to go to a puppet show. Fuck. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs>